I'm Danny, that witch next door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode here at That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm going to be your host, your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And today is a continuation of our current astrology series, working with the planetary energy. And today, that planet is none other than Jupiter. Uh, I, you know, I have had quite an interesting relationship with Jupiter over the last few years. So I I just wasn't, I didn't gravitate toward this planet in my chart um, for a while in my studies. I really didn't. And I couldn't have even really told you why. I have Jupiter and Leo. Uh, it's in my 12th house. It's not too far away from my rising sign, the cusp of my first house in Leo. Um, I just, I don't know. I remember reading about it in Cafe Astrology and being told that it was basically a pretty uh, fortunate placement, like overall good fortune, not too good, not too bad. And uh um, yeah, basically, I, I just remember the explanation kind of going over my head definitely at that time. And I'm not trying to dig at Cafe Astrology, but at that time, at least that section of my birth chart that printed out, I was like, what? I don't even understand. It it definitely watered down Jupiter. And I looked at it as nothing more than a luck planet that told you if you were lucky or not. And to be frank, I didn't give a shit about luck. I was like, I don't care about luck. And I don't even believe necessarily, like, what does luck even mean What as a concept? How much value is in being lucky? I've always put so much more value in, like, working for something. I, I work a lot with my... <laughs> Saturn placement, uh, if you can't tell. And if you can't, don't worry, we'll be doing Saturn next time. <laughs> but yeah, so for a really long time, I just didn't even like pay attention to this planet at all <laughs> in my birth chart. And it wasn't until I became aware of, it was a big connection between my mythological and my astrological studies. And I had very recently devoted myself to Hades or Pluto. And in all of my mythological studies and story reading, I was building up some kind of opinion about Zeus. I'll tell you that much, which is Jupiter. And I found myself all of a sudden becoming full-blown bias and Actually, uh, it's anybody who's an astrologer listening to this is going to be laughing at me when you hear this. And I was talking a lot of shit about Jupiter um, unknowingly because I was talking shit about Zeus and I was not connecting these planets at all. I wasn't even thinking about my chart. I was just, I was talking so much crap about Zeus and uh, sometimes playful, sometimes being kind of serious. And my astrology mentor at the time kind of pointed out to me this 
this really strong opinion that I was taking, this like strong stance I was taking and encouraged me to explore that. And it was like, you know, Zeus is, is Jupiter, um, God of gods. This is a pretty strong stance to take against the God of gods. I would, and, and she really encouraged me to start studying more, connecting more with my Jupiter. Well, it makes a lot of sense once I started diving in because I have a very hard aspect between my Leo energy and my Scorpio energy, my Jupiter and my Pluto square each other. And they have natural tension. And I was really living in one side of that aspect, which is very common in hard aspects. Um, We usually find ourselves uh, living in one side or the other, one planet's energy over the other, or we feel ourselves feeling totally, totally pulled and divided by uh, these these two sides or these two energies. Um, So this... This uh, began my journey and my studies with Jupiter. And through that long story short, I really healed my connection and my relationship to Jupiter. And I actually make a point to dedicate my complete Thursday to Jupiter, which is the day that we'll see a little bit into this episode anyways, that Jupiter rules. And um, now is this very, very beloved part of my spiritual practice and my astrological team. And I'm super excited to tell you all about Jupiter energy today, especially for anyone who might be beginner in hopes that you don't really have the same introduction to Jupiter that I did. Although I'm a little grateful for mine because I guess now that I look back, I because of that, I extra appreciate my connection with my Jupiter energy now. <laughs> um, okay, so Jupiter, Jupy comes after Mars. And so we're really starting to get away and outside of Earth now. We're starting to get into the realm of outer planets. Jupiter's a little bit of what I have been calling like an in-between planet. So is Saturn. They're kind of an outer planet. They're kind of an inner planet. Um, But Jupiter moves much, much slower than any of the planets we've talked about so far. And this is where you'll really start to see what I'm talking about and how long taking and long lasting the effects and patterns and and habits of these these outer planets are. Uh, So Mars, for example, last week, uh, Mars took 687 days to make a full orbit or revolution around the sun, right? Almost two Earth years. Jupiter takes 12 years, takes approximately 12 Earth years to make one full revolution around the sun. What a jump, eh? What a jump in time. (laughs) From two two years to 12, we have added a decade. Um, So this means that Jupiter spends about a year in each zodiac sign, okay? Now, Jupiter uh, goes into its retrograde cycle Uh, about once approximately every nine months. And it's in its retrograde motion for about four months. Okay, to give you an idea there about how long it spends in its retrograde uh, cycle. And by the way, just so you know, you don't have to remember on the episode or anything. All of this info is super easy. You type into Google, Jupiter orbit around sun. It'll tell you how long it takes. And then 
uh, I type in how long is the planet in a, the a sign. I just type that in the sign and it always pops right up. So it's really, really easy. Um, there's not a special book or anything I'm getting this out of. I type it in right before I do the show. So you can do the same thing and bookmark it if you need to. Um, so Jupiter takes 12 years to make one full, full uh, revolution, one full journey, if you will, through the astrological wheel, through the Zodiac. And... Um, since this is a middle, kind of a middle or more mid marker of our solar system, this should start giving you context and reference to just how long it takes some of these outer planets. <laughs> and, and, and again, why we draw the line and understand and learn the differences between inner and outer planets, because these are such different themes as far as just our concept of time goes. Okay. And that matters. So, Jupiter is our planet of expansion. So we've just come from our planet of action and movement and momentum. We're now in this planet of expansion, growth, optimism, really broadening horizons, okay? And because of this, this, expansion and growth trait, Jupiter does house this generosity vibe to it, this optimistic leaning. That's what I've always said. It leans optimistic. Um, however, this is a big however, Jupiter will expand and grow on whatever it is presented with, whether that is good, whether that is bad. Jupiter doesn't um, save, if you will. It doesn't save its expansion for things deemed good or things deemed bad. And so I always like to point out when it comes to Jupiter, perspective matters. This planet has so much perspective in it. So much of our human perspective and perception, I should say, is in Jupiter. And I really think this is a characteristic and quality of it. And this is where we get this like, oh, it's optimistic. It, it has greater vision. It's our desire to enrich our lives. Um, it's our vision for the future. Well, depending on who you ask, and quite frankly, depending on the day, that answer could, could really, really drastically fluctuate. So this is where perception really comes into play with Jupiter. And that's why if you've worked with me or if you're in the school, you probably know that when it comes to Jupiter, I lean gratitude. Because of this optimistic leaning a planet, and because it is going to expand on and grow whatever it touches, I find that a really solid good home base and of, of an intention with Jupiter is gratitude, is real solid, good old-fashioned gratitude. Um, so if you are wondering some of the best ways to work with this planet and honor this energy, it's gratitude and appreciation work. <laughs> so let's learn a little bit more about uh, some Jupiter facts here. So Jupiter rules Sagittarius and Pisces. And 
this makes so, 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 so much sense. Sagittarius embodies so much of that expansive energy from Jupiter. And this is where we see these travelers and adventurers in Sagittarius, these philosophers and great teachers while simultaneously being these great and grand students, right? Expanding their mind, expanding their understanding of the world, constantly expanding and broadening their horizons totally makes sense. And Pisces, I really, really see a lot of this in um, this expansion and growth in Pisces, just endless capacity for unconditional love and compassion and connection. This is where Pisces gets its boundlessness from, okay? Is from Jupiter constantly expanding. Jupiter, and this is a good way to describe the energy, knows no bounds. Jupiter is a wonderful planet to work with when you're having a hard time having long-term vision and dreams and really allowing yourself the permission to to let go of whatever your current situation and current reality is and let yourself dream about broadening your future, broadening your path, and expanding your experience, okay? Um, This uh, means that Jupiter's elements, uh, Jupiter is associated with both air and fire. Um, I think that Jupiter honestly can thrive a lot in air, fire, and water element and might have some struggle not not a lot. Jupiter doesn't struggle tremendously, honestly. Um, in an earth sign, maybe because earth signs, they earth knows boundaries. Earth is where we, earth element in general, and we'll learn this next week more with Saturn, but earth knows boundaries and understands and literally learns and experiences its environment through just understanding boundaries, no judgment about what the boundary is, but just understanding it. And Jupiter knows no bounds. So I could see Jupiter having a little bit harder of a time in an earth sign. But even then, again, this placement leans optimistic. This placement is all about perception. I cannot say this enough. I'm so serious. This planet is really ultimately, yes, it's about expansion and growth and the greater vision and the broadening, everything I'm talking about, but it comes down to perception, okay? And this is why uh, the way that I work with Jupiter, always I home base to gratitude work, like I say. So for me, uh, the way that you can kind of personalize this into your own practice, what I do is I go look in my uh, birth chart and I see that my Jupiter is in Leo in my 12th house. And so Jupiter lives in my subconscious realm. And this is where I most easily access my Jupiter traits and qualities and connection. So I do a lot. This is why I'm so called to affirmation work, everybody, because my Jupiter's in Leo and Leo's all about, right? Like this self-expression and self-empowerment and self-confidence and living in my house of the subconscious. 
doing mindset work and mindfulness work and making a strong, solid connection to my subconscious and my intuition is a really empowering and honestly just effective way for me to access my Jupiter strengths and skills. So um, don't so definitely go look at your birth chart. Go see what um, go see what sign your Jupiter is in and what house and what is the house ruled by. Because my 12th house is ruled by Cancer, <laughs> is not ruled by Leo. So I do not have the ruler of my subconscious mind being this really like firm, solid, standing, grounded <laughs> energy or, or right? So not that Leo's those things, but I just, mine's opposite. Mine's ruled by the moon because mine is ruled by Cancer. <laughs> So uh, my 12th house can be ruled by emotion. Wow, saying that out loud just <laughs> really resonates. Um, so this this is what really helps. Go look at your chart, doing exactly what I'm doing right now. This is how I do astrology. Um, this is how I learn it for myself. Go in, look at, break down the pieces, piece by piece. My Jupiter is in this sign. It's in, um, and what's the energy of that sign? What's the vibe of that sign? We know the character that Jupiter himself is, right? This planet of expansion, how we, how we dream and how we envision our life, our ability and willingness to broaden our horizons and expand our experiences. Um, what vibe is that player in for you? What energy is it taking on in that zodiac sign? And then what house is it in? So what area or stage of life is that in? That's going to help you understand how to most easily activate it and access it, okay? And um, is that house ruled by that same sign or is it ruled by a different sign? Who's calling all the shots in that area of life? Is it really a, an easy way to look at uh, what a house ruler's role is, okay? Couple other key facts about Jupiter. I don't want to forget before we head out. So Jupiter rules Thursdays, like I said. This is a wonderful day, kind of. Um, this is a day that I ask. So I give myself permission to ask for what I want and those greater dreams of mine. I ask for good fortune. I ask for good luck. I ask for gifts and blessings on Thursdays. This is a great day to schedule. Like if you're pitching something to someone or you have a really big project that you're really proud of and excited about, um, it's, it's just a good day to pick for something important that means a lot to you that you want to go really well. And you kind of want the universe on your side, so to speak. The universe is always on your side, but you know what I mean? That vibe, right? That's, that's really how I, uh, utilize Thursdays myself. Um, some colors associated with Jupiter are uh, greens, definitely greens and blues, indigos and violets and purples. Uh, this makes so much sense. There's so much growth and um, dreaminess in those colors, isn't there? I really, really love that. Um, so I hope that this episode really inspired you to work with your Jupiter and kind of unlock your, your greater expansion, like greater expansive vision, if you will, like really allow yourself to, to think and dream a little boundlessly, um, to allow yourself to ask for something nice, uh, allow yourself to ask for things to go your way. Um, 
kind of give yourself an extra an extra hug or pat on the back. This is all very, very Jupiter energy. So um, I hope that this inspires inspires you. I I would love to hear any questions that you have on on Jupiter. I'd love to hear how you work with Jupiter energy or how this energy really shows up for you in your life. Uh, if you're in that witch school, your Jupiter journal guide is now up and available and ready for you in your student portal. If you're not in that witch school and you are just really, really curious and you'd like to join us, all of the info uh, to learn more about it and enroll are in the show notes below if you want to check that out. But this was amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much for your time here with me today. I, here with Jupiter Energy, am sending you all of the endlessly abundant blessings today and every day. Thank you all so much for being you. I hope that you stay safe this weekend, have fun, and stay magical out there. Hey, magical human. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Witch Podcast. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share with a friend or give a shout out on your social media. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on both Apple and Spotify. And if you can't get enough of all of our witchy, magical content here in the neighborhood, you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to my email newsletter, That Witch Gazette. It's a really fun, really convenient one-stop shop to stay up to date on all of the news and happenings here in our neighborhood. If you have any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can send me a message at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjurethatwitch. Thank you so much. I'll see you all next time.